Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your happy host, Madeline Carafa, self-proclaimed health enthusiast and full-time hustler. Through storytelling, I combined health, well-being and business with a fresh perspective to share the stories of some of the most influential and inspiring hustlers. Whether you're looking for an engaging and easy to digest pep talk or a boost of healthy enthusiasm to fuel your health and wellness goals, the Healthy Hustlers podcast is your go-to for kicking butt in work and play. Today's guests are one of my all-time favourite couples. Living the dream life in sunny Byron Bay, Ash and Stacey were the fan favourites on Channel 7's MKR. Before Ash, who is better known as the Friendly Pirate, got an eye infection that forced the couple to make the difficult decision to depart the series. A keen surfer and a lover of the outdoors, Ash lost his eye roughly 10 years ago after being involved in a horrific accident where a guy threw a glass bottle that caught Ash and ended up taking out his eye. He's now back in the ocean and training for the professional surfing tour with his beautiful fiance and love of his life, social media influencer and fashion guru, Stacey Allen, by his side. The couple got engaged last year in May and are now living a wholesome, happy life together in Byron Bay. I'm lucky enough to know this beautiful, fun-loving couple personally. And so, when they were on a recent trip to Melbourne, I stole them for a fun little chat to find out what makes them so damn awesome. This episode is proudly brought to you by Goodness Me Box, Australia's leading food sampling box, delivering the best health products to your door each month. So today I am so excited to be joined by my favourite Byron couple and my good friends, Stacey Allen and Ash, the Friendly Pirate. Hey, hello. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to the Healthy Hustlers. How are you both? Very well. Very well. I'm only you. friendly when I'm healthy, actually. When, I, when <laughs> I'm not healthy, I start getting a bit grumpy. <laughs> grumpy Pirate. Love it. And you guys are in Melbourne this weekend, which we're so excited about. Yeah. When I say we, I mean Ryan and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get Ryan in on it. Yeah. yeah. So we never really get to see you guys in Melbourne, so we're very excited to have nice. you here this weekend. We're yeah. excited to be here. Loving it. The weather's turned it on for us. It so sure we're has. You have brought the bar and sunshine with you. I love it. You can come and we take it when we leave too. <laughs> <laughs> Heavily restaurant hopping as well. It's yeah. been good. Yeah, no, it's been A few hot dates. Melbourne's like the best date city in Australia, I think. The it's cafes so and many restaurants. Cafes and restaurants. There's a lot of places to go. That yeah. was a good plug for Melbourne. Well done, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go Melbourne. So I love kicking off the conversations by finding out something about the guests that people might not necessarily know. And I find obviously with social media these days, we share a lot of our lives, but there is so much more to everyone than what we do share online. So is there something that you can kick off with that's a bit funny or quirky or... I've actually got three eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Ash actually has two eyes. He just wears the patch for like a novelty. It's fashion. It's a fashion thing. (laughs) Do you know, it's something so funny. I've actually got a few questions since you guys have been on the show and that being like, is your friend's patch just for look like a marketing thing or is he in a bunch No. I'll take that as a compliment. If yeah. I think it looks that good that I'm wearing it as a fashion statement, I'll take that. Even last year at um, the Sydney Fashion Week, Vogue commented on it and said that one guy was wearing a patch as like an eye fashion as statement. A fashion thing, I made it into Vogue as, <laughs> as a fashion statement eye patch. I was secretly off it because I wanted to make it Stacey into Vogue. Next year I'll wear an eye patch and then I'll get noticed. You've been on Vogue since. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you want to give some context to the listeners about your accident with your eye? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, and so why you actually wear a patch for a reason and not just for a marketing? Just a stunt. little bit for fashion. <laughs> yeah, for fashion. Yeah, it's, it's all marketing. <laughs> it's a brand. No, it does I, make your brand yeah. very marketable, though. Yeah, it helps. It definitely helps. <laughs> So I was actually in between two people fighting about 10 years ago and someone threw a glass. Not it had, The fight had nothing to do with me and it clipped me in the eye. So I ended up having a bunch of operations, like a, a year or so of operations, and the doc was like, keep getting operations. You might save your eye or take your eye out. You're going to be back in the water within a couple of months. And I was surf crazy than I still am. And I was like, just take it out. It's time. It's time to take it out. I'm getting back in the water, don the patch, and then I haven't looked back. At that time, like what you're going through, how did you stay mentally strong enough to get through all of that? Because I'm sure it was like, you know, you're obviously having operation after operation. You're not allowed in the ocean, which you're in 90% of your life. Yeah. Yeah. How did you kind of keep your mental health in check? That was, for me, actually had gone through, my mother had committed suicide the year before. So I had that and then losing my eye and all the operations and in that, I was just sort of seeking out good role models like podcasts and anything that I was reading a lot. And I just knew that I had to sort of get my mental health in check mm. because I, I had seen so many people, not in the same situation as me, but even lesser situations crumble. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to just like lie back and crumble and it's not going to ruin my whole life. I'm, mm. I'm going to turn it into something like positive. Yeah. So I was looking at anything I could do to make myself healthier and, and feel better. So surfing was a huge one for me. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was surfing, I was boxing. I actually had a fight, uh, an actual boxing match about a year after losing my eye. Oh, I was wow. just like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw myself in the deep end. I ended up winning. So oh it was, it goodness. was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think little things like that were building my confidence. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and looking back on that, 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 the boxing thing was a huge one. Yeah. Um, competing with surfing, even though I guess a lot of people would have written me off, you know, as if I'm going to have a chance. And I never did amazing when I was competing, but I was there showing up. I was getting okay scores. Mm-hmm. I knew if I gave 110%, I was happy with myself being there as well. Yeah. So, and surrounding myself with positive people. Yeah. Like I, I dropped a lot of friends who I, I felt that were negative, had any sort of bad influence on me. I just mm. like left them behind. Yeah. And I think, um, that's why Stacey's so good. She's so positive yeah. and she's, she's a good influence on me as well. So, oh, it's so nice. So I have to and lock her in. It's definitely <laughs> something that I really admire about, admire about you is that you've always just had such a positive outlook and you do. You throw yourself in the deep end. You, you know, live MKR. the life. That, yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> yeah. you really live the life that you want to live and you don't yeah. put boundaries on it, which, yeah, I really love. And you guys are obviously now doing that together, yeah. which yeah. is so amazing. And, yeah, you're a really yeah. beautiful couple. And we're still like – we're not oblivious to the, the fact that we're going to have down days. We, I, I don't I don't float around on a positive cloud all day. None. I still have down days and I, and I slip up with like how I eat or like mm. have a couple of drinks and I feel crappy about mm. myself. But the majority of the time we're, we're like pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, Keep yourself good. in check. Yeah. Like switching those negatives to a positive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Even yeah. though I think Stacey does it to me just as much as I do it to her mm. these days. When Stacey and I first got together, I was the more positive one and I would push her through a lot of issues, especially like when she had to leave her job. It was, mm. a, it was a big deal for her. And then um, it's kind of turned around. Like I've had mm. stressful moments with MKR and yeah. what we're going to do with careers and how I don't – I'm the, my love-hate relationship with social media, but Stacey's there to be really positive for me as well, so it's great. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is to not to put too much pressure on yourself to be positive and happy 100% of the time. Yes. 
because it's not realistic. And mm-hmm. I know that, you know, I can get caught up in the, you know, oh, well, what am I down about? What am I, you know, mm. and, and sometimes it's good to help pep you up. And then other times it's like, you know what, it's okay to have a bad day. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. as long as you're not having every day is a bad day and looking for negatives, if you're able to bring yourself to a positive mindset and understand that some days aren't going to be as great, then you'll be a lot happier and a lot better off, I think. And for us with that job and our flexibility, if we, if one of us is sort of having a down day, we can go, all right, just chill out, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, it's a different story for people in nine to five jobs. So we're, yeah. we're very lucky in that respect. But we get that, like, if I'm feeling really flat and I might have done too much during the week or not eaten great, I can kind of go, all right, I'm going to go and lock myself in the room for a couple of hours, nap or listen to a podcast and sort of recharge yes, that way. Yes, so. definitely. Give and I think time. you said it so right, Stacey, with what you said around feeling those emotions and we have to feel emotions mm-hmm. like, or else we don't appreciate when we do feel happy Absolutely. and positive and yeah. full of life. So it's like allowing those emotions to be here and to experience them and to think, well, I don't necessarily want to feel like that all the time, but today I do. So I'm yeah. just going to exactly. do my best to like do what I actually can and yeah. then tomorrow is going to be a new day. 100%. So, yeah, no, I think that was yeah. a really good take on that. And I feel like that's something Stacey and I are learning and growing together as we're getting older, mm. like learning what kind of moods, how we should grow with those moods and how we should understand them, I guess. And it's just it makes our life so much easier. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is a huge thing as well, like learning to love and you know appreciate each other in different ways and at yeah. different times because the relationships aren't always bright and fluffy and no. you know all the rosy things it's yeah. there is tough conversations and hard situations and stressful times for one partner and not so for the other yeah, so it's yeah. like really learning how to treat that person in those situations and recognize the signs of when they're yeah. going through it a Absolutely. little bit as well and I think that's why we are such a strong relationship is the fact that we we don't pride ourselves on being, you know, we're the best couple, we're the funnest couple, we're the happiest couple. We have problems we're, just we're like just, everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have fights and yeah. we – but it always is, you know, we're not fighting against each other. It's mm-hmm. more difference in opinions and we always marry up in the end to be yeah. like, that's how you feel, this is how Definitely. I feel, and then grow from it. We're yeah. always better from any fight we've had. Yeah. And yeah. I never that's picking. exactly right. When you're growing – like when you're growing together, yeah. you're going in the same direction yeah. then as yeah. well. It's not like you're working against each other and – yeah, yeah, it's going nowhere. Absolutely. <laughs> we're, we're, every fight we've had is because we had a difference in opinion and we needed to hear each other out rather yes. than be like, I'm not talking to you or yeah. I'm shutting this off. Mm-hmm. We talk everything out. Or wow. every fight is probably because we're either tired or hungry as well. <laughs> it genuinely is, oh my though. Goodness. I think the hunger yeah. is a real exactly problem. Yeah. Mine is tiredness for sure. Like yeah. even last night I came home and yeah. I was so tired and I snapped at Ryan straight away and he's like, oh, here she goes. She's tired. <laughs> that is something I hear on the regular and yeah. I don't even realize realize it like mine is hungry so I'll be like snappy at Ash and Ash is like when was the last time you ate something and I'm like (laughs) it was the other day when we got off the plane actually I'm like damn it he's right I was like we're here in Melbourne I'm so excited and Stacey was a little bit flat and I was like (laughs) she was a little bit snappy with me and I was like all right well first thing we'll go get some food (laughs) and next minute Stacey's like Melbourne yeah yeah." (laughs) I was just like like a Tamagotchi I was just flat like even before this we were talking about potentially going shopping and then we realized the time in the afternoon and Stacey's like well Priorities is napping food. and food. Nap yeah. and food. <laughs> and it. then I can have a good night. At least night. you know you're sorted with what you need in it's life. True. I like it. Yeah. 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 So then because we, we're going to the Grand Prix this afternoon. You sure are. I'm jealous. It's going to be so much no. fun. Yeah. Come along. Come with us. Yeah, no, you can just sneak really. you in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on your handbag. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, Stacey, is there something about you that you can shed oh, some light on? Something about me that people don't know. Maybe it's that I'm a little bit messy. Uh, yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. I think that maybe that wouldn't come across in the Instagram feed that I'm yes. a bit of a mess. And I didn't even know I was a mess until Ash came along because he's like fully OCD. Okay. Everything has to be like crisp, clean. He's one of those people that get to a hotel and unpack immediately. Oh, wow. Into like drawers and things. Oh, my so that's goodness. No wonder why you and Ryan are friends. Yeah, They're exactly. So exactly the same. And I'm like get into a hotel and be there for a week and just like live out of the suitcase and just get frustrated at it every time. That it's everywhere. <laughs> that's part of my healthy mental game, to have everything neat and tidy and know where it is. I feel like messy life, messy head. It's true. Yeah, I'm not as probably enough. mentally well <laughs> as you are. Oh, it's so funny. And Ash... Something, Hit us with something. Something don't know. Oh, I, I tend to get up at about four or four thirty in the morning recently and go for a run. That's insane. Secret secret runs. Don't no one knows on social Is media. It dark in Byron at that time it's as well. Pitch it's black. pitch black. It's scary. Wow. It's pitch black. It's I'm the only one out, which I kind of love at the yeah. same time. And am I right in saying there's no streetlights in Byron? There's no street That's a thing, isn't it? There's a couple in the main street. So we're in we're in Bangalore now. We're out, okay. moved out to Bangalore, and there is some. Street lights in the main street, but if you try and duck off any streets, it's pitch it's black. spooky. Funny. Even driving around there at night, I'm like, um, there's no street lights. This is really weird. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. It's spooky, but it's so calming as well. Like, Stacey knows if I go and do that the whole day, I'm in the best mood. Sets yeah. you up. Yeah, yeah, sets me up really well. Oh, that's so good. Well, I guess fitting with the theme then of the healthy hustlers, what is one little healthy habit that you guys are absolutely nailing at the moment that's really helping to keep your hustle healthy? You're probably in the most busiest stages of yeah. your life, yeah. so I'm sure you've got a little piece of gold for me here. Ooh, <laughs> what got, I think I've got one. What we've been doing recently is no matter what the weather or how we're feeling, is going for a walk after dinner. Oh. Whether we go down to the beach or we have a little um, recreational park right near where we live, just going for a walk, getting outside, because sometimes we have been so busy and we've been crammed inside. I think getting outside and walking mm. after dinner, settling your stomach and getting ready for bed has been massive for us and yeah. mental health. That's a good one for us with travelling as well because we've did it. Yeah. we done it in Melbourne the last few nights as well. Yes. We've gone, made sure even if we've had like a bit of, bit of a heavier meal than we usually would, we're yeah. like, let's go for a big walk. Yeah, after. that's so good. And it just calms the mind as well, yeah. doesn't it? it does. Such a like racy day of yeah. Yeah, we did go to the Italian festival last night, so we may, we maybe have overeaten. <laughs> we so we're like, we better walk the, it off. We have to walk, walk off, off the cannolis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Now I'd love to get a little insight into both of you. So would you like to take it back and give me a little sneak peek into your childhoods, or you know, like what you were like as kids? Yeah. So I grew up in Adelaide. So I only moved to Byron about two years ago. So before that, it was born and bred Adelaide. I have a really close family, lived in the same house, parents still together. I've got two older sisters, yeah. um, really close-knit, and, yeah, it was a good childhood. I think I got a little bit over Adelaide as I got a bit older. I wanted to, you know, go somewhere a little bit different, but growing up there, I could, it couldn't have been better for me. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was, like, obviously a surfing love for me at a very young age, but I had a bit of a messy childhood as in I moved around so, so much. Like, I, I think I went to, like, six or seven different schools. I was all over the place. But um, I loved it. I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, I, I got to grow up and I think it helped me to be really good at just chatting with people because I had yes. to meet new people every time I was at school. So it was kind of fun. Yeah. I got yeah. friends all over. I was just because of I was going to say, well. you've got friends everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. And you've yeah. done a lot of travelling and stuff since. A lot of travelling. Yeah. Yeah. So. so, Ash, give us a little peek into how you actually met. The beautiful Stacy, who is now your fiance. Stacy the Fifi. Well, I actually met her about six or seven years ago when I was working in a um 
little retail shop in Byron Bay. Stacey was walking past there and I was like, that's that Damn. absolute <laughs> stunner. I'd seen her on social media before. I'd seen her on Instagram. Stalked was, me you know, clearly. Stalked her. <laughs> and um, she was... At least you're honest about it. <laughs> she ended up coming into the store and we ended up chatting and hitting it off. And I think um, like we added each other on, on Instagram or something like that and sort of just stayed as friends, didn't think anything of it. I had a massive beard, so she kept me in the friend zone, which was mm. fair. It's a solid beard. You with that beard. Like yeah, there's beards enough, and then there's beards. <laughs> like, it's like really. King of the hipster beards. Like it was as hipster as they could, <laughs> they could get. It was like down to my chest. You know? Oh my God. But so I got kept in the friend zone, but we, we, we just stayed friends. We didn't talk that often, but here yeah. and there over a few years. And then um, a couple of years ago, Stacey was up in Byron. I was, I, was, I was actually back from Bali in Byron for a week. And I was like, oh, let's catch up. And we ended up just catching up for a coffee before Stacey flew to Adelaide. But yeah. that coffee, we just had hit it off, like mm. insane. I shaved my face, for one. <laughs> you and I was like, hang on. <laughs> he's kind of cute. Yeah, <laughs> but he's living in Bali. I was like, yeah. oh, of course. That makes sense. So we ended up um, chatting. But again, we thought, like, I'm, I'm living in Bali. Stacey didn't like Bali at the time, didn't want to go. Mm. So I was like, well, that's it, I guess. But she was down in uh, Melbourne, of all places. Yes. Melbourne, oh, of all places. Here Here's where it all began. <laughs> and... Uh, I was like, you know, we, I had to figure out what was going on there because we it was like this big connection straight away. And it was just before I was meant to go back to Bali. I was like, look, I'll fly down to Melbourne before I go to Bali. I actually had all my bags packed, like a massive detour, obviously. <laughs> Melbourne is not on the way to Bali. <laughs> no. I had all my bags packed. I sold my car back in Byron and I was ready to move back to Bali. But Stacey and I had these couple of dates and they were perfect. We actually had our first kiss along the river in Melbourne. Oh. Yeah. Very and romantic. <laughs> As I was down here, I also got a um, call from a guy I was going to go halves in in a coffee shop in Bali. So that's how I was going to live over there. And he said, doesn't have the money. He can't do it. And I, was, I didn't have the money to do it on my own. And at the same time, me and Stacey were hitting off. I was like, this wasn't meant to be. I'm going to go back to Byron. We went back and forth for a few months. And then Stacey ended up moving up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That was within like two months I moved. So, so pretty we glad don't, I don't do things in half. I'm pretty glad yeah. I don't have a coffee shop in Bali. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you made the right decision. Yeah, I think I made Absolutely. the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I actually still remember when Ryan was meant to meet you in Bali for yeah. a little surf trip and you said to him, I'm not going anymore. I'm actually going to go home early because I've met this girl and she's going to move <gasps> to Byron and I'm in love. <laughs> oh, that's, that's me. I know. And then Ryan's like, told me who she was and I'm like, oh. I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> Does that mean I get to have her as a friend now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you, yes, you, you do. Here I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I so I lucked out as well. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wins. Everybody Everyone's wins. lucky. Oh, her, head's, her head's getting big over here. Everyone it's expanding wins. Expanding as me. we speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, as well as being life partners, you guys are also living the dream in sunny Byron Bay. Yeah. And you are the current contestants on My Kitchen Rules, which is aired on Channel 7 at the moment. Yeah. Talk to me about the motivation behind going on the show. So the motivation behind going on the show, this was Ash's grand plan. So we had like a few dishes. We both love food and have always loved food. More so like going out and eating and trying different things than cooking. Um, we had a really tiny kitchen when we were living in Byron, so the option of cooking wasn't there. You'll see that on um, yeah. TV. <laughs> yeah. Our kitchen is tiny. It's tiny. But yeah. um, we tra- started experimenting and being like, no, you know what, let's stay home and let's try and recreate some of these dishes. And when we got good at some of them, Ash, being the overconfident guy he is, was like, <laughs> let's just go on the show. What's the worst that can happen? And I was like, oh, 
don't know. There's a few things. Well, nothing's gone on fire so far. We've actually done quite well. Yeah, we're both still here to tell the tale. Yeah, you are. We we stuck it out. We heard it. It really puts pressure on relationships. Even um, Pete Manu said that to us right at the start. I was like, your relationship going to... prevail or crumble and we like I think we did even better you know yeah we got this you guys are seriously one hell of a team like you really are even just seeing you you know in life I'm like oh you really are meant to be so it's so good to see you you. you've done so well you saw us in the shop earlier when I was picking out some outfits and and Stacey was like not that one not that one but that you didn't see that the day before I said the exact same thing to her that's what works I feel like if one of us is not saying exactly what we're thinking Mm. at that point it's going to crumble and it's going to fall apart later on so let's just say it from the so I felt a little bit of hurt when she didn't like my outfit but at the same time I knew she was right so I had to give it to her. I feel like we need to give context and show a photo of the outfit. Yeah. It was hideous. It was not. It looked like a billboard. It looked like you're the Joker. It looked like the sexiest billboard ever. It wasn't okay. (laughs) So what was the hardest thing or the biggest challenge on the show when you were having to work as a team all the time? Honestly the biggest challenge for us was not having that much sleep. Being a little bit sleep deprived. You your timing's off, your ability to think clearly and make decisions is off. You're a little bit fuzzy the whole time. So I think we really struggled with that because we're all about our sleep. We're, yeah. you know, early risers and early to bed. So having that totally thrown out mm-hmm. through a spanner in the works. Yeah, for us. for us, our lifestyle, even though our job is a bit all over the place with social media, we, we've got a lot of freedom with it. We still have our creature comforts at home, yes. you know, the, the times we go to bed, all the exercise that we both get to do, all the way we eat as well. But we're on this crazy schedule with Mm. MKR where you were just up all night and you can see why some people crack on the show. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. definitely. We were lucky we didn't. We just um, probably looked real tired. Yeah, stay true to who you were. (laughs) So a normal day in your world when you're home in Byron, what does it look like? So a normal day for us, we usually start off with uh, a nice brekkie somewhere. No, surf first, Oh, babe. surf first. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, surf first. That's surf true. Surf and you usually go for a walk. Yeah, I usually go for a walk or do the lighthouse or something like that and then we'll go mm-hmm. and grab um, a brekkie somewhere and then in the afternoon, so the middle of the day is our admin hour, catch mm-hmm. up on any stuff we need to do, emails, invoices, mm. things like that all of our kind of admin stuff, get that out of the way. And then the afternoon is usually – we kind of like wind down by like 3, 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like we're it's a big like, day for us. <laughs> it really is. We start winding down, starting getting dinner plans sorted. We do like extravagant dinners now. Now that yeah. we know how to cook a lot better. Yes. <laughs> I think that's the funnest thing because we actually know how to cook. We, we knew some things before going on the show, but now we can confidently say yeah. we know how to cook. You so know? you actually learned a lot. Learned so, so much. much. Being learned around that many food critiques and, mm. you know, Pete Manu were chefs and Colin as well, like listening to all those guys' critiques is just yeah, it, it's it's a huge difference. And obviously, being in the middle of the show, we were like researching anything we could, YouTube tutorials, yeah, like watching yeah. cooking shows and everything. So we just sort of soaked in all the knowledge. Mm, yeah. So I have a random question, but with all your food, do you give them a shopping list and they get it for you, or do you have to go shopping? Like oh, for we, your dinner, for your restaurants, shop. do you shop? We have to go shopping. Yeah, you have to yeah. shop. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I wondered to. that because I know like in your episode when you guys were cooking for your instant kitchen at your house yeah. and it was all they were talking about all the local bar and produce that you yeah. guys were using. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I wonder because I know that's something that you guys obviously do yeah. Like, yeah. in your normal Regular. life. And I'm like, I wonder if you gave them a list of all the people you use and you want them to get from it or if you yeah. actually we had to go did. and do all the shopping. We, yeah. we did. We So we went to the local fish market in Ballina. That's our favourite fish market. Okay. Yeah, so we got all the tuna from there. That was amazing. Yeah. We got so, most of our stuff from Coles. 
but the tuna was from the seafood yeah. market. It was yeah. just hard because obviously we do most of our shopping at like the local farmers markets, but they're only on certain days. Yes. So that obviously we couldn't go and get that yeah. earlier mm-hmm. a couple of days before. We needed to get everything on that day. So we're kind of limited. But Especially because, you know, obviously being on a show like that with Coles as a sponsor, you, they want you to shop yes. at Coles. Yeah, definitely. And because Coles isn't actually in Bangalore. Mm-hmm. So we, we wouldn't it's usually shop there hard. only because it's so far away. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you had to go to a Coles in your time and get yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah so we had to go down funny. to Ballina and, and panic, run through the um, yeah. <laughs> run through the Coles with a few people looking at us like, what's going on? There's camera crews following you everywhere. And, <laughs> Me like skidding around the corner with a trolley. Oh and- I actually got a DM from someone on Instagram saying, "Are you doing a Coles collab?" Yeah, <laughs> I just saw you running around with the trolley. I'm like, oh, sort of, sort of, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Secrets out of the bag. So that, that was actually hard because uh, we we'd filmed so much and lots of people had recognised us just from social media, mm. um, and people like were starting to catch on that we were already on the show before they, the show had announced it. Wow! So we wanted oh to God. tell everyone. We were yeah, all excited. We, we maybe we maybe told you and Ryan. Oh, yeah. so we snuck it. We, we had snuck some it insights. <laughs> no, it was very exciting when we found yeah. out. <laughs> so social media has played a big part in your lives. It's now your full time job. Yeah. So yeah. what? got you Stacey first onto Instagram and I guess sharing your fashion and inspiration behind who you are. Uh, Back in Adelaide I was working full-time at an orthodontic practice and then it was literally just on the weekends whatever outfits I was wearing I would post a photo and people were like where's this from where can I get that and I would just tag the brands and then it was just a matter of time before the brands actually found me and they were contacting me to say you know can we send you clothes or how much would it cost to have advertisement on your page and it literally just blew up from there oh my goodness like it would never in a million years did I think that I would be living in Byron like I feel like I genuinely am living the dream like I feel very (laughs) lucky but yeah (laughs) for how it's all worked out because I did not Uh, see that coming at all oh that's awesome and Ash you obviously have more of a surfing background so yeah shed some light onto how Instagram's played a role in your life in your career yeah, well, for me, it was just, it started off as fun posting surf photos and then, and then I'd do a little bit of fashion stuff and post fashion photos and have lots of mates give me shit about it. But I'd be like, <laughs> I'm committing. I don't care. I'm going to keep doing this. Um, and then when Stacey and I started dating, like just before we started dating, I, I was getting a few paid gigs and I was like, this is pretty cool. It's a bit of extra money. I was still working retail. Mm-hmm. And then when Stacey moved up, we were, we were both working retail. We got retail jobs two doors down from each other so oh, we could have lunch geez. together. <laughs> we're um, that gross. Yeah, yeah we're, we're those people. And I reckon our bosses would have been like, oh, these guys. Seriously. Yeah. But Stacey actually got a really well-paying job and her retail boss wouldn't give her the day off. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think it was like, a, you know, like a five grand job mm-hmm. and she gets $200 a day at mm-hmm. retail. And, and this was three weeks out, which is a long time yeah, in retail. Plenty of notice. Someone with- plenty <laughs> yeah. of notice to have two days off in, in retail and yeah. wow. I think it was a big deal. And I sort of convinced Stacey just to quit. I said, just quit the job. If you get a few more jobs like that, you know, you've You'll paid your, mm. your wages 10 times over. Yeah. Just after she quit I kept my retail job just in case we um we like it it just sort of crapped out and I ended up getting a really good paying gig through um the modeling agency IMG and then they were like oh we're gonna give you another good paying gig I was like I'm quitting too then babe I'm I'm doing it and then it just snowballed from there and that was like two years ago yeah well literally just winging it 
and we kept thinking it was going to stop. Like we're like, yeah. oh, are we going to get a, have to get a job again, like a regular job again? And Definitely then not stopping, It's gone it? from that and then yeah. it's gone to My Kitchen Rules and then it's gone to we've probably got some other TV stuff coming up soon. So so exciting. I don't know. Yeah. Us, we still don't even know what's going on. Just no. throwing yourself in the deep end. I love yeah. it. It just shows when you like, I guess, dive into that bit of fear or that unknown, yeah. like what you 100%. actually open up the space to allow to happen. We'll be right back after this healthy break because I want to share with you one of my all-time favorite health products that has truly helped keep my hustle healthy. If you love snacking as much as me, then listen up, hustlers, because Goodness Me Box is made for you. Jam-packed with the newest snack bars, refined sugar-free chocolate, granola, and healthy drinks, this monthly box of healthy goodies is designed for time-poor hustlers who don't like their busy lifestyle being a compromise for their health and well-being goals. With a no-diet approach to health, Goodness Me allows you to test the best products on the market, all while snacking your way to good health. They completely have me sold and I ordered my first box at the start of the year and have not looked back. The perfect sample sizes to just throw in your handbag and take to that meeting you're running late for. The team at Goodness Me Box work directly with health professionals to ensure the boxes are of the highest quality health foods that are natural and GMO free. Goodness Me Box deliver to thousands Australia-wide and have a special first-time offer for Healthy Hustler listeners. They are offering you $10 off so you can snack your way to good health with me. You can cancel your subscription at any time and all you need to do is use the code HEALTHYHUSTLERS at the checkout. For further details on this incredible product that I guarantee will help fuel your health goals, please click the link in the show notes after the episode. Now back to our healthy conversation with our inspiring hustler. Now, you guys did get engaged last year in May. Yeah. Very exciting times. Very romantic engagement, yes. by the way. Yes. <laughs> he did very well. Definitely went all out. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. So can you give us a little insight into your magical proposal? My magical proposal. Well, it was um, it was w- well thought out. I had, I had the ring in the safe at a restaurant called Ray's in Watergoes. It's actually... Stacey and I's favorite restaurant for dates, for like surprise. If anything good happens, really, any excuse we'd go. We're like, oh, we we made 200 bucks today. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go and spend 300 Oh, oh the weather's nice today. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, any excuse, really, to the point where we're like, we've got to like save it a little more. <laughs> but um, so I told Stacey, we're going to go have a lunch at Ray's, doing the social media that we do. I was like, let's like match up a little bit so we can get some photos, some couple, some cool couple photos. Cute. And um, so we had lunch there, and then I uh, took her out the front and blindfolded her. So I think she obviously caught on from there. <laughs> but I drove around the block for a, a while, telling her, like, "Oh, we're just driving over these hills. We're going somewhere else." So she kind of knew what was <laughs> happening. But then I drove her back to Ray's, and then carried her up the stairs, and I had her favorite song playing, and oh then I had. Um, I was impressed. I had it all decked out with flowers. I had a cheese board there and I had her one of her favorite photographers hiding. Oh and my goodness. um 
when I was carrying her up the stairs, I could see him shaking. He was getting emotional. I was like, don't do it. I'm trying to hold it together. <laughs> um, and then if you've seen the photo of Stacey lifting up a blindfold, yes. that's the ex- exact moment. Oh that God. wasn't recreated. That I was, was yeah. like losing my mind looking yeah. at those photos. It was so So good. I can't so even remember good. actually proposing. I was blubbering. <laughs> we both were. We're we're just, I don't even know if she said yes we're yet. We were just a mess. We are just like, oh, let's get it yeah, on recording. Yeah. Wait, have Stacey, you said yes? Have you actually said like yes? ask me? Stacey, would you marry me? <laughs> Yes. <gasps> That's the official one. Yeah. I've already picked out a dress, so yeah. I'm really happy. Yes. I'm glad you've got your dress and everything. You're not thirsty. Calm down. <laughs> I know. So talking of the dress, mm. can you spill any beans on the wedding yet? I can spill that I've I've teamed up with Grace Loves Lace. Amazing. Which is a beautiful boutique mm. in Burley. Um, those girls are incredible. They were, I've, I've wanted a Grace Loves Lace dress for like ever since I can remember. Yeah. That was one of the first, like I've been following them for like 10 years. Like yeah. I probably would have been like 17 when I started following <laughs> them, just knowing that, you know, that was a brand that I wanted to go with. That's um, so good. So yeah, that's all I can tell you because the rest is like top secret. Top secret. <laughs> yes. I love it. My cousin actually wore. I haven't seen wore, it either. No. Yeah, you haven't yeah, seen yeah, it? No. no, he can't My even know what it's wore like. Grace Loves Grace loves lace, and I just loved it. They're an incredible brand. So beautiful. I cannot wait to see what you have on the day. <laughs> I'll be like, ta-da. And it's a Byron wedding, or we can't spill any more beans. We can't lock Which that right. in right now. You guys now. could be anywhere, actually. Yeah. You're traveling so much. Yeah. <laughs> You're here, there, and everywhere. You're flying to Europe for your wedding. <laughs> hey, that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's so exciting. I'm so excited for you guys. Now, let's get a little insight further into your relationship. <gasps> and Ash... Tell us a little bit about Stacey's annoying habits. Oh, well, I think she spilt some already, but uh, she's messy. She's the messy boo. I am. I uh, really don't want to be, though. Yeah. I don't know. You, you, you just got to accept those things better. in life, I think. Yeah. You just take them I'm on. I'm working on it. Yeah. Look, I, I decide you've got so many good points, I can sacrifice a couple of bad points <laughs> when you when you leave your clothes all over the floor. <laughs> and you're, like, tripping over a one-eyed guy. Is that, is that even – that's pretty mean. Yeah, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Stacey's an annoying habits. Probably uh, none. Oh, yeah, right. There'd be so many. <laughs> but, but I am blanking out. I know you've got a few. Oh, <laughs> your hay fever in the mornings. If you oh. don't, if she doesn't take her hay fever stuff, <laughs> she is just snotty and sneezes in my ear the oh, first thing my, in the morning. Oh, makes me sound great. <laughs> Look, she's still, so she's still a hard she's 10. She's messy and she's very snotty. <laughs> follow her. Hard 10. You should follow the messy, snotty hard 10. <laughs> the friendly it. snot. The friendly snot. <laughs> and Stacey, what are some of Ash's? Um, oh, he's most annoying. What's the most, most annoying? annoying? He can call me Mr. Perfect. If you oh, know. do you know what his most annoying is? <laughs> Uh-oh. Is when we're – so Ash takes all of my photos – and sometimes I'm just not feeling it. Like the light can be wrong or I can not be having my best day and Ash doesn't understand. Like bless him. I just think she looks good all the time. He thinks I look good oh. all the time but I genuinely don't. Like sometimes I look like a troll and I'm <laughs> I'm not feeling it and he will be like push and push and push and be like, no, you look great. Here, this is fantastic. This is the best photo I've ever seen. And I'm like, it's just not happening. So that's one of his most annoying habits. I'd you mean that. my annoying habit is I'm too positive. I'll take that. <laughs> Yeah, his negative is that he thinks I'm too beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love it. So, you know, we've obviously established that you both have booming social media accounts. Do you have any like non-negotiables or rules or boundaries in the relationship where social media has to sit to the side? Like is it a no phones after 9pm? Oh, yeah, we do it all the time. Yeah, what are the rules? Um, It's usually 
just before dinner, phones on airplane mode, and then we awesome. try not to touch them again. And yeah. the only time Stacy will really break that rule is to talk to her mum because she's very close with her family. Yeah. So we so we let that slide. Yeah. But um, usually it's like don't check social media after dinner or just before dinner. Yeah. Um, and then we do a lot of dates with our phones. We leave our phones at home yeah, or in a room yeah. when we're away. We try and so like good. ditch them as much as possible. Yeah. I actually, I have a love-hate relationship with my phone. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I've got to have it to work, but yeah. at the moment I'm like, oh, I just want to leave it forever. But yeah. it's so crazy how much better you do feel when you have a little bit of phone-free time. I feel yeah. like I can answer questions quicker. Mm. I can think like much easier like I don't feel foggy or I don't feel like constantly distracted by thinking about who I've got to email or who I've got to Mm. write to like it's crazy the change it makes oh totally and I think it's such a good healthy habit that you guys have that yeah because you really need to have someone or be in a team situation where you can keep each other in check for that like Mm -hmm. for me personally Ryan's not on social media and he (laughs) yeah it's it's good for like he doesn't touch any of it like he doesn't even have a clue really what Instagram is but it's a bit of a joke of like every time I'm on my phone, he's like, oh, what's happening on Instagram? Yeah. Yes. It's that like mental check for me of like get off your phone yeah. Yeah. with your partner. Like you yeah, don't need that. It's so, so easy to just pick it up. Absolutely. Yeah. Or even at restaurants, I'm like, oh, I wonder what the weather's going to be tomorrow. I'll yeah. check that and it's then I'll be like habit, Instagram straight away. And it's it, so totally. bad. How bad habit is if one of us does it, the other one will do it. Yes, uh, absolutely. Like, so Stacey picks up a phone, then I'll do it all the, all the other way around. Yeah. But the other day when, he, when um, Instagram crashed, Oh, I was yes. like, I was like, yes. I was like, everyone's in big trouble. And Stacey's like, that's our job, though. I, know. I actually messaged because I messaged yeah, you and I was yeah. like, um, oh, my God, is your Instagram down? <laughs> the funny thing is that Thursday is like the only day that I actually rely on Instagram because I upload a new episode. Oh, so I like, oh, I obviously, I, you know, seven o'clock I'm in the morning, I'm on my phone to like do stories and a post. And I was like what the hell is going on? Like, why isn't this loading? And then I'm like Googling and it's like, oh, Instagram's crashed. I'm like, okay, I wouldn't care less any other day, but this is really frustrating. The one day you need it. Yeah. For me, I was like, in a way I was like, I mean, if it does crash, we'll figure out something else to do. Like, let it go, babe. Touch wood. You'll find something else. I'll find something else. (laughs) Totally. So what is the best piece of advice, relationship advice, that Mm -hmm. is that you guys have ever been given? And it can be separate or it can be something together. What do you think like helps you get through those kind of tougher times or you think back to that little piece of advice and think, yep, that's so right? When Ash and I have had like an argument, because I am so close with my family, I usually like vent to mum. Anything that gets vented to mum goes to dad. Yeah. Like that's just an automatic filter. And I think and dad dad's gave on my me. Side most of the time. Yeah, and my parents love Ash. And like any <laughs> argument we've had is not been about anything massive anyway. But I think dad gave me the advice of, you know, that's the beauty of being in a relationship is being able to see things from someone else's side mm. and being able to just because you've got this train of thought and you saw it from that is to switch it around, see how they're feeling, see how that would make you feel and then act accordingly. And I think that's been massive for any, you know, little argument or anything that we've kind of disagreed mm. on is to be able to go, hang on, how would Ash see this and how yeah. it would Ash be feeling if this was happening roles reversed and be like, actually, I see it from your side and you have a totally different understanding. And I think that can make you avoid a lot of arguments if you Absolutely. do just see that, that is, your way isn't the only way. Mm-hmm. Like you're not mm-hmm. the only person in that argument. You're having an argument because of difference in opinions. So yeah. go, like, Dad, I like that. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I actually just Why bypass is- mum and go straight to Dad. Yeah. Next time I need some relationship <laughs> advice. Why is Papa Bear? I know. I actually find my dad gives good advice as well. They really it's do. What, sometimes you're kind of like, as a girl, you're like, oh, I can't let my dad know. Like yeah. he'll get angry or, you know, yeah. like yeah. you're protective. But, yeah, they actually do have some good advice. And sometimes dads. it is just the simplest advice that you need to 
hear from 100%, someone else. Just hearing it from someone yeah. that's on the outside that's not in the relationship, yeah. you know, all yeah. the time is, yeah, and they, they're coming in with a fresh perspective and yeah. a new new take on it rather yeah. than you who's like totally yeah. in it the whole time. Actually, so. I just realised what this argument was about that Dad gave me that advice. Ash wanted me to go to Bali with him and I was petrified of Bali, like a proper phobia, and I was like having panic attacks about thinking about going to Bali and I was like Ash is the worst person in the world he wants me to go to Bali with him and dad's like hang on he wants you to go to Bali with him because he doesn't want to be apart from you (laughs) from Ash's perspective and I was like Oh. I'm like, yeah, I could go. I tried to go to Bali without Stacey and I was meant to be there for a couple of weeks and I came home after five days. She was missing her. I know, gross. But. So then oh my after realising that and, and speaking to Dad about it and Dad was like, think about it from a different perspective. Mm. Like you're scared of Bali but think about it from ashes. And I was like, you know what? He has tried to go to Bali. It didn't work out for him because he did want me there. I need to just show up for him in this situation and yeah. be there for him and go to Bali, and I had a hell time. I was like, you had a great time. I had a great time. I don't know what I was scared about. I was actually going to ask you about that earlier when you mentioned moving to Bali for your cafe because I remember you doing a post about not wanting to go to Bali. Yeah, I was scared. What was the fear for you? I have some kind of anxiety attacks rarely. So I used to be a lot worse where I would work. I'm an overthinker Mm -hmm. and I work myself up into worst-case scenario and acting like that's going to happen. And Ash has actually been a massive help in trying to, you know, bring me back down to earth and be like, well, let's worry about that when it's happening Mm -hmm. and let's just get excited about things while that's not an issue. Yeah. Um, And I think my biggest fear with Bali is I've heard horror stories of, you know, people going for their honeymoons and Mm. they're sick the whole time and they're hospitalised and don't drink this and don't eat that. And I was always like, why would you go on a holiday where you can't Mm. fully relax? Like my idea of a holiday is being able to go and eat wherever and drink wherever and not be worried about what area I'm in or what sickness I'm going to get. Next week, Stacey getting massaged by two people with a cocktail in her mouth. I'm like, best oh, it's ever. not so bad. <laughs> but in saying that, we went like fancy Bali. Yeah. So like I couldn't do anything God. but the that. nice. The nice. Yeah. So touching on um, your bit of anxiety, mm. how do you manage that now when si- situations arise that kind of give you that real anxious feeling? How do yeah. you deal with it? So Ash has honestly been my saviour with this he having him by my side 24 7 has actually helped you're kind of like one of those you know those animals that help people on planes you're kind of like that for me <laughs> like a guide dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> an, ang- an anxiety guide an dog. anxiety guide dog no so um when I was back in Adelaide my anxiety was really bad I wouldn't even be anxious about anything in particular I mm-hmm. just have those feelings of you know the fight or flight Yes. panic attack I'd be sitting on the train not worried about anything I'm on the way to work and get a panic attack where I'm like sweating and shaking but not worried about anything in particular it was more worried about what the panic attack was doing yeah. and how I'd look to other people but that the more you panic the more the panic attack react. has yeah. totally taken over now what I'm doing to help with that is being able to talk to someone and not go through it in your own head and be mm. like well, I'm so weird why can't I just get on the train and not deal with the panic attack about nothing. Nothing's wrong in my life. I'm not suffering from anything. Like Mm -hmm. I think if you're in your own head, you can go into a very dark downward spiral. Yes. But if you're able to speak about it, and I think it's great that a lot of people are speaking about it now, Mm. and it is an open for discussion topic where a lot of people – 
Ash even feels anxious from time to time and that's a, it's a human feeling. Absolutely. It's not something to be, you know, oh, I've got to put that aside and, and pretend that's not happening. Mm-hmm. So I think being able to speak to Ash about it and him be able to, you know, ask questions and me to be like, okay, yeah, well, I'm stressing about something that's not going to happen, but in my head that feels like it's real to me and Ash is like, well, it's not real now, so let's yeah. simplify things. Yeah. And, yeah, I think speaking about it helps a whole lot. Absolutely. And the conversation, like you said, is definitely there now. Like it's not mm. kind of a topic that we it's don't talk about. Absolutely. So yeah. it is, you know, obviously there's still a lot of work to go, mm. you know, in people feeling really comfortable. But it is an experience or a feeling that most people have at mm. some yeah. point in their life or quite regularly. And yeah. it's 100% has to be just spoken about and don't, ever feel alone from it because it's not like you're the yeah. only person that's yeah ever a, experienced a yet. A big, big thing for us with it is healthy lifestyle manages it yes. so yeah. much. If you're eating well, if you're sleeping well, if you're um, exercising. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Stacey's on the right path, she's like you don't have any anxiety or panic or yes. anything like that. Yeah. It's, it's usually like lack of sleep. Especially, mm. you know, mm. going through MKR when we were doing the late nights and stuff like that. That was that was really tough. You didn't really have panic attacks through MKR, but you were just run no, down. No, I was just run down. Yeah. yeah. And I think it is finding those triggers, isn't it? Like, is mm. it lack of sleep or being hungry or being run down? Like, what is it that actually triggers those yeah. things and really, like, honing in on them, making sure you're, like, nurturing yourself enough to not you know put yourself I think that's, in that situation? It's so fun to figure that out, to go, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm feeling like this because I ate this a day ago or something like that or I haven't exercised enough Mm. in the last week or I haven't had enough sleep yeah it's actually fun to figure out and go all right I can I can actually I'm in control definitely that's the best feeling Um, so we've cut out coffee now oh yes go team yeah Yeah. oh my goodness no I remember last time we were in Byron and we you you and I were both on the turmeric lattes but you and Stacey and Ryan were still on coffee yeah I was still on the coffee done love it Stacey's on the turmeric lattes now I am but only with um like usually macadamia milk you have to yeah that would be hard to find. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, she's very particular. In Byron, it's everywhere, but I leave oh. Byron, people are like, what? It was like, like when I started drinking coconut milk with my matcha latte. Yes. Oh, like unheard of. Like, unheard of. People are like, who are you? You're an yeah. idiot. What Just get from coffee? Byron. <laughs> what about if you get try and get decaf somewhere? The, oh, the looks you get. You know, no. some people have heart problems and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, all right, this is to anyone who works in a coffee shop. Like, <laughs> Don't judge you, us. If you sell decaf, you're still making money. Take our Absolutely. money and be happy. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> it. Do you know my argument with decaf is I'm like, I actually love the taste of coffee. Yeah, like even too. when yeah. I was young, I used to love like yeah. coffee-flavored milks and, you know, like all yeah. those random things and coffee lollies and whatever. Yeah. But – the stimulants in coffee just are not okay for me. Like me I do, I'm yeah. And so I get that really anxious rush. Yeah. So that's why I don't drink it. But I'm like, but I like the taste. And some days yeah. I, I just you. feel like a coffee. So let me have my but decaf you, and yeah. don't turn your nose up at me. Yep. You know the exact person who who says it to you. It's the guy with the, the moustache and the, and the <laughs> half the beanie, half the beanie and a bunch of weird tattoos and he just <laughs> hates you he if you want to decaf. totally steroid. <laughs> right now I love it. <laughs> that... On that, like little health hacks, I know you've got some pretty gnarly ones, Ash. You've done, yeah. you've experimented with a lot of little health hacks. I do so much weird stuff. Yeah, spill the beans um, on some. I've done like bone broth cleansers, like where I've did a, a bone broth fast for f- just purely bone broth for five days. <laughs> like day three, I had a surf and it was probably one of the best surfs of my life. Really? Day three of not eating a thing, just having bone broth, like four cups of bone broth a day. And 
I felt like I was switched on to like a whole nother level. Oh my goodness. But obviously it's not something you can maintain. No. Yeah. But, just um, a good cleanser. Yeah. Just a good yeah. cleanser. I, Stacey just like avoids me when I do these things <laughs> this as well. This is so foreign to me. I'm, yeah. I, when he was doing this, I was like, he's like, what are you going to have for dinner? I'm like, oh, I might do like fried rice or some chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, can you not? Me. And you smell wafting through the house or just set him off? <laughs> I was like, but yeah, that. And just, I listened to so many podcasts with uh, nutritionists on them and just, There'll be little little things like I think I heard on like uh, broccoli sprouts. You should pour some, uh, put some mustard seed powder on them, and then that brings up more nutrients in in the broccoli sprouts. Wow. Just little little hacks like that that yeah. I actually like, and just try. For one, cutting out coffee was a big one because I've gone back to coffee here and there and had one, and it's just flipped me out. Yes, I go bright red as well if I have a coffee. It's, so it's it like it does something to me so bad internally mm-hmm. that I just feel like I'm so edgy yeah. and probably super annoying to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> he just talks at a million miles an hour and I'm like, whoa, like yeah. slow down. One day, <laughs> this, this is actually a funny one. One day um, I hadn't had coffee in a couple of months and I, and I grabbed a coffee and I was like, oh, babe, it's not even affecting me. And I, and then I realized I was talking so fast. I was like, so hey, babe, babe. And I was driving and I had a hat on and I punched my hat into the back of the car. I was like, oh, it is affecting me, isn't it? <laughs> Just went to adjust oh his goodness. hat and he's like, shoop, yeah. oh, back. I'm like, you so need to good. stop. I was like, yeah, coffee. Yeah, I good. feel like um, most times when I see you, you're trialing something new, which I really love. I love yeah. that you, you know, do your research and you really listen to podcasts and then you give something a go and it either works or it doesn't. And I yeah. think what's something that you guys are listening to or reading at the moment that's helping with your health journeys? Um, for, for me, I'm reading David Goggins, It Can't Hurt Me. No, oh. It Can't Hurt Me, It Can't Hurt Me. David Goggins' new book, anyway. Mm, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's You Can't Hurt Me. Can't um, that's really interesting, but he's just an insane, like, ex-Navy SEAL, marathon runner, really well-spoken guy who went through, like, a, a lot in his life, and then he's just this absolute weapon. Amazing. Like, he, he runs the biggest races in the world, all the marathon races, all the ones that are, like, two days and stuff like that. So I, I like listening uh, like or reading um, those guys' mental state and how they get mm, there. Yeah. Because I'm still like tossing up whether I want to compete again with surfing. Yes. So um, I, I'd like to have as much ammo as I can possibly to go back in there and be like more balanced than I had been previously. Yeah, finding those little hacks that mm. you can inject into your life. And again, they're fun. You test it yeah, out. Yeah, like definitely. I, I love to test it out. That, that's why. That's probably why I think David Goggins is the reason I'm doing the 4.30 runs because mm. he, he gets up. Really, he gets up? He gets up, I think, every morning. I haven't been wow. doing it every morning. I can't talk that up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a few. <laughs> and Stacey, have you been reading anything or finding anything from podcasts lately that you're really loving? I, we listen to your podcast. We listen to your podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. We quite enjoyed yours with um, the Gratitude Project oh, with Anne. She's yeah, so she's lovely. She's amazing, isn't she? Yeah, we're, we're big fans of her. Yeah, so I'm not as a health nerd as Ash is. I kind of get secondhand information it from trickles him. Down. It trickles down. Yes. trickles down. And then I make little changes into my lifestyle. Um, but at the moment I am actually um, reading a book about the makeup industry and how some of the toxic things that people are putting yes. in them. And some of the rules and regulations, like brands can put in fragrance as an ingredient list and not actually say what's in the fragrance. So Insane. there's things to like preserve dead yeah. bodies and like. Yeah, there's formaldehyde oh, in half the perfumes. It's insane. Yeah. That's a huge thing. I know we were chatting about this before we started the podcast, yeah. but it's a huge thing for me at the moment is really trying to get those chemicals out of my life. Yeah. Because 100%. 
we just whack anything on our skin and it's just filled with so much stuff Mm -hmm. that's going straight into our bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting, you know, when you have focused on what you're eating or, you know, that getting up every morning and walking and doing all these like mental shifts to make your life more healthy. But then we're putting chemicals on our body every day. And it's like, Like, why get up at 4 a.m. and run if you're going to put formaldehyde on your face? Totally agree. So what's it? Do you know what the book was called? It's called, um, it's actually by the skincare brand Mukti. Oh, yes. So it's their book. Amazing. So they have just put it in like the simplest form of this is the labels and names of ingredients to look out for, yes. why they're bad, what they're commonly used in, and alternatives, healthy and natural alternatives that you can go to. So Amazing. I'm their right skincare products the are actually really good. Yeah. I really like this. Which is great yeah. for me because I'm more on the food and exercise side and Stacey's now on the yes. product side, so we kind of like yeah. mesh together. Up. We'll meet yeah. in the middle. Yeah, oh, that's so good because you do, you need to come kind of like have a bit of both like Ryan actually always keeps saying to me like when are you going to admit on your podcast that I created the healthy hustler and I was uh-huh. like now's probably the perfect time because Ryan you really here's your plug when you were yeah <laughs> when you were saying about like you get the filtered information from Ash yeah. I was like that is 100% how my health journey started was yeah. just being so inspired by someone that I was living with who was mm. so committed to it and Ryan's yeah. like you like he's into all the mindset stuff and like you it. know yeah challenging your body and trialing new things he's tried paleo and a million different things and I was yeah. always like nah too hard basket I'm getting my hot chips <laughs> yeah, yeah that's me <laughs> so it's really nice now when you do have someone in your life that yeah. really inspires that and and helps you to value health because I think that's definitely the key thing you need to value it as a component of your life because if you don't you're not going to get up in the morning and yeah. walk you're not going to cook those healthy meals or go to your local farmer's market and buy good produce you're just yeah. going to do what you need to do to get by. Yeah. So I think, yeah, finding it to be that value in your life is definitely a key. And if you can have a best friend or, mm-hmm. you know, a, a partner or whoever it is, your mum in your life that's yeah. on that similar journey and you can kind of be learning from each other and, and sharing podcast and ideas and books. It does. Yeah. It makes it so much more fun. Tell me this though. Did Ryan ever have a moment where he cracked it at you because you just won't listen to anything he says? Because um, for me, I was like, oh, I, I, I would like be like, babe, like this is meant to be so good for you. Let's try it. And Stacey would be like, like, nah, I'm going to eat this chocolate. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh. like uh, So I just, for a little while, I gave up on like, telling Like, I do the polite listen for a little bit where I'm like, mm-hmm, oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. And then when he keeps going and he's like, all right, we're not eating that anymore, I'm like, whoa. And she'll be like, what podcast did you listen to to tell you that? What, like, see, where, what gibberish have you been listening to now? Probably, um, yeah. differ because Ryan's definitely been, I think it was maybe the four-hour body that he read. It's like, I don't know who it's by, but it's a book. Mm-hmm. Or is it Tim Ferriss's book maybe? I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But I, it's um, the four-hour body is basically about how you can train your body through lifestyle to only have to work on it four hours a week. It's yeah. basically like if you do all of these things, that's four hours of your time and it's contributing to your health basically. Okay. I think that's what I took from it, but don't quote me on that. I, I read um, a book recently called um, Aubrey Marcus. It was by Aubrey Marcus, Own the Day, Own Your Life, and that was kind ah. of a one day of doing all the best things you could for your body, and I, I love that as well. That's that was cool. That was like ice baths if you can, but cold showers and, yes. and like from like drinking like a, a lemon sort of like a tea in the morning, like a mm. health tonic in the morning and the exercise and then it was it was even to do with like hanging with your partner and all that sort of stuff it was like a like it was sort of like a complete day where you should feel amazing by the end of it and you haven't 
left anything unturned like you haven't not done any work and you haven't not exercised oh, you so haven't good. not hung out with your partner mm. and yeah so that was a really good book I'd, yeah I'd recommend that okay one. yeah well because when Ryan was reading the four hour that was almost the opposite that you were so strict for the whole week but then you had one day of binging Sunday oh. so I used to love Sundays because I was like yeah, yeah I, think so. <laughs> I think every day is binging yeah, I know <laughs> I think I'm living in Sundays yeah. <laughs> you're, you're always on Sunday schedule but yeah we were probably the opposite because when I started he never did a huge amount of research but then I was when I started to get into it I was like reading everything and I, I was like okay yeah I'm like you now where I'm like oh I listened to it on this podcast and we have to yeah. trial this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so but yeah it is I think just the key is finding someone that is inspired by that journey and wanting to embark on that as well yeah. that you can really like team up with and share podcasts with and books and little healthy habits that you're doing because it, yeah. it makes it fun and it, it does hold you that little bit more accountable for it as well I think which is yeah. a really a really nice thing for us it's really fun because we can be listening to a podcast like we did with your one and we'd like pause it and we'd be like what do you think this blah 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 and we'll have a little chat and we're like oh do we agree do we not agree like it, yeah. it actually we have our own podcast in a podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. and now you're on the podcast yeah so now we're on a podcast here we are today. <laughs> oh so good and now to wrap up this amazing chat with you guys I would love to get a little insight for all the foodies listening what does a day on your plate usually look like we vary heavily, like a day on a, on a healthy plate to a day uh, where we have an Italian food binge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, both are acceptable on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our so th- we'll go with the Italian binge because it's my favourite. Um, one of the things that Ash and I love to do is go and buy a bottle of red wine and go and buy all of our um, ingredients. So you, we usually go to the markets for most of it, either yeah. the Bangalore or the Byron markets, mm-hmm. um, or we'll go to the source bulk foods and get our really good quality flour yes. so that we don't have any of that junky flour. Mm-hmm. And we'll make up our own pasta at home Amazing. with our own bolognese. We'll Everything have Italian music playing. Oh. We've got Italian music playing, and it's like an event. It's like something to look forward to, yeah. like those nights, usually our a Italian Saturday nights. night. Yeah, so that, that's our like big night is we'll probably have a couple of wines and do that. Mm. But I'd say a regular day on a plate is um, for me, I usually start with like some sort of like a muesli and fruit. Mm, and then pretty light. Pretty, yeah, pretty light because I'll, I'll want to surf. So mm-hmm. I, I know having a big, heavy like steak eggs kind of brekkie will just weigh <laughs> me down the whole day. <laughs> Not getting good waves then. No, <laughs> no, no. no. And, then, um, and then, but then we go for something a bit more substantial around lunchtime where that's where I'd get some sort of protein in and yeah. then so good fats, some avo. See, I'm, salad. I'm right into my poke bowls at the moment. Yes. Ooh, Just yes. this year I've, I've started loving them. Oh, it's, there's an amazing one in Byron as well. Um, Finns. Finns, yes. Finns yeah, pod, yeah. Um, poke bowls. Yeah. They're really like my good. favorite. It's really expensive. It's expensive. It's, it's ridiculous. Really, it was, I think I got a bowl yeah. and it was like $25. I know. Was like, it's so we make our own now. We go to our favorite yeah, um, fishmonger in Ballina. Oh, buy the um, sashimi grade tuna. It comes out like the deepest red you've ever it's seen. So good. Amazing. Um, and then we make our own little bowls and it's so yummy. Yeah. Well, so we make a lot of our own food as yeah. well. So I guess on a, a day we would at least have made one to two of our meals for the day. Yeah. That's but like, and one of our favorite ones is to make our own butter chicken. We make everything, even the passata from scratch. And Yum. it's like, you really so are good. chefs now. Yeah, we've got some little <laughs> shit secrets. Now. You have yeah. to come over. Yeah. I know. I was just going to say, I can't wait for my next visit. These pokeballs sound delicious. It's on yeah. us. And you did make me very excited. I've actually, with Ryan's family, we're having a pasta making day next oh, weekend. Heaven. So I'm going to steal some of your ideas because that got some tips made on, me on yeah, very excited. Sure. 
We, we love getting the bolognese sauce on at like two in the afternoon. So the oh. whole house smells like the Italian bolognese Just sauce. So down. by the time you're, you're ready to eat at like five or six, it's it's like Divine. it's on. So good. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to doing that when we get home. Yeah. Oh, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks Always love us. spending time with you. So I'm yeah. yeah thrilled to have you on the podcast and can't wait to keep watching your journey and all the things that you guys are achieving together. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Stay tuned. Thanks, Mads. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.